Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hey, clan, this episode of OutlanderCast is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. And if you have yet to join my hashtag MinuteWithMary's marvelous VIPs on Facebook, search that hashtag MinuteWithMary because this month, the month of August, some of my most popular collections are 33% off. 33% off? Seriously, man. You know, as shocked as I am about that, I'm actually more shocked that you said it's August. (laughs) When when did that happen? Today. Happy August 1st. Rabbit, rabbit. All the way from Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to OutlanderCast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars. That's right, it's August, it's Droughtlander, but we're here for you. And if you don't know me, hi, how's it going? My name's Mary Larson. Oh, my name's Blake, and I I know this is going to be hard for anybody to really comprehend, but I'm almost at a loss for words. I'm, I'm so close to just not knowing what to say about our title episode today. Um... This is a special episode of Outlander. Outlander it is. Uh, you know, we don't we don't normally dip our toes into this kind of stuff. When I dip, you dip, we dip. I pull my head up on your hip. <laughs> but, no. but you know, this is a special. Uh, this is a special occasion. And it's we like, it, yeah, we meaning I especially don't dip my toes in this kind of thing. Yeah, you know, like I try not to be too critical of of stars and and whatever, and and because you know, it is, it's the home of of all of our favorite show. It's Outlander, you know. So like, I don't want them to get discouraged. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> they're, they're not listening to us. I mean, you know, God, God only knows. But I, I don't like to be too, I don't like to be too critical of stars. The network, publicly at least. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, for those of you who don't know, there Jeffrey Hirsch, and, and this kind of actually hits home for me a little bit because I've been kind of talking about this subject and this guy, and you know, quite a bit. Actually, we had a whole podcast episode about stars and how they, they switched CEOs and the whole thing. And Jeffrey Hirsch is now the COO of Stars, and you know, he he's straight from Lionsgate, which is the parent company of Stars. Uh, and he came out on the TCAs, the Television Critics Association's uh, press tour, and said some really dumb stuff. Yep. Like, really dumb stuff. Um, and a lot of the world, a lot of the Outlander world is outraged. Um, and I, I feel like we kind of should put our two cents into this uh, and either flame the fire or or maybe calm calm the seas I, i'm not 100 percent sure which way we're gonna go uh but we we definitely have some thoughts about it and I, I think it's important that that we talk about it and you know talk about it as 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 a fandom and talk about um what he said because in my opinion i think it's insulting to 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 everybody to everybody and to uh, but you know more specifically the people who love outlander um and we'll get into why and the whole thing yeah. and whatever. And I, I think it's important that we do that. But before we do all that, I wanted to remind you that, uh, well, first, thank you for listening to Outlander Cast. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, but I do want to remind you that you can find Mary and I uh, on maryandblake.com, where we have all of our podcasts uh, there at uh, maryandblake.com, where uh, it's we have a show called This Is Us Too about This Is Us. It's actually coming back in the fall. Why am I even saying the fall? I mean, like, it's... It like hurts my heart a little bit to even say to like even mention that it's coming back soon. 
in the fall. <laughs> I'm excited because I'm getting sweaty. I know. I, dude, I'm done with the heat, to be honest. I know I just said what I said, but I'm, I'm a total cold weather guy. I know. I don't, give, me, give me five feet of snow every day. Give me flannel. Day. Yeah, all the Give flannel. me cocoa. Oh. Fireside snuggles. I'm so done. much LL Bean right now. It's great. <laughs> well, you can check out This Is Us uh, too. And also, Mary and I are doing a uh, podcast called Rise Up, which is about the Broadway hit Hamilton, which I'm very excited about. As a matter of fact, Mary and I are going to see Hamilton in a matter of a couple of days. days. Yeah. Uh, so it will hit home uh, for that end of Mary and Blake as well. Again, you can find all of this stuff at maryandblake.com and yep. check us out on our Facebook page, on Twitter. Just look up Mary and Blake. We are there. We're there to talk to you and have fun and, and explore all of our amazing podcasts and blogs, which Outlandercast is a part. But Marvin, oh, you, you ready for this? You ready, you ready to have a little bit of a roast? Bring it on down. Let's, let's do the roast pot here. Okay, so for someone who doesn't know who this Jeffrey Hirsch guy is, yep. who is Jeffrey Hirsch? So like I said earlier, Jeffrey Hirsch is the COO of Stas. Chief and Operating Officer. That a girl. You know, you know your acronyms. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I also brushed my teeth twice a day. <laughs> um, I actually asked one of my employees if they knew what NASA stood for, and they were like, What's NASA? What's that? They didn't even know that NASA was a thing. They're not even millennials. What are they? they're, Babies. They're They're literally in diapers. (laughs) They're they're a child. Um, So yeah, he's he's the COO of Stas. And he was brought in, well, he was named the, not the replacement, but the successor to Chris Albrecht, who was the CEO of Stas. Um, prior to Lionsgate buying Stas, but then he served as CEO when Lionsgate bought Stas for for a couple of years. Okay. I got just very confused. So he's been in the industry. He's, he's been in the industry. He's, he's in been the a part Lionsgate of Lionsgate family. Yes. Okay. And Lionsgate bought put, put, bought Stas. They put this guy in charge when they when they kicked out Chris Albrecht. Okay. Okay. Put it that way. <sighs> Sorry, Chris. I know. Um, and you know, you start you've started to see a shift. In how Stas is handling things, in the kinds of shows that they're, you know, creating. They're, they're creating and putting forth, and yeah. it, part of their catalog, they want it to be a certain way, and and yeah. this is the guy that's making that change. You know, for better or for worse, I think we'll get into that. I, um, in my opinion, I think he's doing some things that are good, but I think he's really. <laughs> Really in some hot trouble here, and he's in hot trouble. Premium trouble, trouble. yeah. Premium trouble. Had a girl. He's in premium trouble because (laughs) because he said some things at the TCAs, which again is the Television Critics Association. Uh, The press tour there, where he was saying, "Listen, we we have this audience, and we have all these shows, and we want to lean into this audience." He called it the premium female. So wow. Okay, like first off, are you picturing a prize cow? I am. Yeah. Like the 4-H club. That right there is a premium female. That's a premium female. We're going to be, you know. I fed her extra grass today. That's right. <laughs> like, what? what is a premium female? I know what a premium cut of meat is, and that's what that sounds like to me. So what? what is his, like, how do we know what his description of premium female is? So, well, we have learned... Of this uh, through the TCAs, but yeah. it was even expanded on further okay. by um, a, a really good writer. Her name is Leslie Goldberg. She writes for the Hollywood Reporter, and this is when Jeffrey Hirsch gets some in, gets in some trouble here okay. because you know he he talks about the premium female, yeah, uh, and he doesn't correct himself. He doesn't like say, you know. That's Let a little me condescending. That yeah, condescending. yeah. Um, he doesn't do that. No, and he just goes in. He, and and Leslie Goldberg, who is obviously a woman, uh, God love her. I, you really, just thank God for her because she could have done what I just said. Like, could she could have been outraged and said, "What was that about, bro?" And you know what? I wouldn't have been upset. But God love her. She lets the guy just go. 
And yep. he just talks and talks and talks and doesn't stop talking. You know, like, I... I I mean, it happens it's to the aw- best of us. It's awkward. So the premium, she actually asks him, so, hey, Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> hey. Hey, Jeff. Jeff, my boy. Jeff. I don't, I don't know if she'd say my boy after this. Jeff, what's up, bro? No. You want, you want to explain what premium woman is? And he says, yeah, 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 okay, Leslie, no problem. You know, it's a little older, probably 24. <laughs> Wait, let's stop right there. A little older, probably 24. Yeah. Wait, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, continue. So probably 24 to 54. Once again, a little older. Yeah, 24 a little to older. 54? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of it like that. Okay, what? What? Okay, first of all, you first know what? Off, let me let me just play this. Shame. Okay. These peeps can't get discounted dinners at four, all right? They're not that old. Do they get the senior citizen discount at the movie theater? Nope, they're not that old. Have they had to have fake hips and fake knees put in? Probably not yet, because they're 24 to 54. Have they retired? Probably not. Have they had grandchildren yet? Probably not. Have they, like, gone through puberty Yes. So that's what he's basically saying. I think people who've gone through puberty have graduated college, maybe have gotten married, and maybe have started to get a couple of gray hairs. You know, women who make money. Those are my premium women. But he instead said, he instead said, a little older. He didn't say women who have their acts together, women who like, you know, decide for themselves what they want to watch at night because they moved out of their mom's house. <laughs> a little we're not, older. We're, we're, we're not even four words in the interview yet. Okay. Yeah. So let, premium woman is a little older, meaning 24 to 54. Yeah. If you're in that range, just know that I'm raising a glass with you saying, I didn't know I was a little older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So they're a little bit more economically viable than other segments okay. in terms of broadcast. Okay. They like really high scripted drama, great women in history, and and a lot of IP. You look at the audience of Outlander, for example, hey, and yeah. that's that's the perfect audience for us. We've done a lot of research and around that, and we figured out that women are twice as likely to buy apps and are under ten that are under ten dollars. Imagine you're you are a little older and you're more you're more likely to buy apps that are under ten because I moved out of my family's house. They're more loyal. Their li- their yeah. lifetime uh, value on the digital side is much longer. And whether hey 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 Mary, I'm just a guy here, right? We're, I'm a guy talking to a gal. Ready? Whether we're smart enough to figure out that, or we just backed into it. I don't know. We've seen it, and we're now leaning into it in a wait, big way. Wait, that's what he said. <laughs> Yeah, this isn't Blake making fun of him. No. You know, it's just, whether we're smart enough or not, I don't know. We, but, well, well, maybe we backed into it. I don't know. But we're leaning into it now. What? It's like, you, you look at it, it's like, like I just said, it's like he's looking at Leslie. He's like, hey, I'm just a guy. I'm not a COO. I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to be funny. I have no idea even how we came to figure out what premium woman means, but hey. We backed into it. We're now leaning into it in a big way. He could have definitely said, you know, I'm looking for a woman who knows what she wants, who's got her act together, you know, who who is is also willing to spend some money on herself in regards to watching the networks and the shows that she wants. We're looking for, you know, maybe people who are a bit more educated, who do enjoy drama. Someone who's confident in what they like. Yes. They know what they like and they really support it. Yes. But instead he goes, hey, he gives it like the, the shoulder, sh- you know, shake. Like, hey, you see, I'm just a guy. You know, like those women that buy Candy Crush, <laughs> you know? He didn't actually say that. But oh, that's pretty much it but is. that's basically You know, those is. old women. Oh, the, the ones who play Slingo. <laughs> those older, oh, those little man. older women. So, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, goodness. And, and you know, I, I, I've... I've written a great piece for Outlander Cast in talking about all of this, and I've broken it down, and, and it, it's pretty pretty <laughs> harsh on Jeffrey. And one of the things I said in it was, this comment actually reminds me of when Mitt Romney said, I got binders full of women who could join yeah, my cast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just some dude who's totally disconnected from like the real world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like this guy doesn't just show up and like go to Duncan and grab like a uh, you know a couple of hash browns and you know. <laughs> Like I don't think this guy's ever ever touched a donut in his life. Yeah, like, I, I think he just goes to Starbucks and gets like hey, the medium maca choco latte, maca choco, whatever, whatever. However, they just give me a medium coffee. Yes, I don't think the guy's ever said the word medium coffee in his life. <laughs> just I feel like he's he shows up and he, he's getting give me the americano, please. Okay, now you're just making fun of him. Yeah, well, you know, and this is where Leslie could have done the same exact thing I did, just make fun of him. To his face, but she's actually she's an actual professional, and I appreciate that. Unlike us, unlike us, two jabronis, a little the, older. A little, we're just a little older jabronis. We're more loyal and apt to buy. Apt to buy apps. A ten dollar apps. Some will call us premium. So Leslie gives she she actually she actually gives him an opportunity to back off. She actually says, you know, but hey, Jeff. That term, she goes. She actually says, that term is just, mm, you know, not what good. Do, no, how does she, does she say it's not good? What does she, she say? She says that term is just dot, dot, dot. Like, she's given him an out to be like, hey, Jeff, that sounds really dumb. She gave him, like, the side eye, like, you might want to rephrase that. Are you sure? Okay. Okay, you know, like, and he says, you know, for a long time, I was calling it female-centric, which, by the way, I would be happy with. The whole premium female versus female centric thing, it sounds better as female centric. Where's this guy from? I have no idea. I have no idea. We can look it up. Okay. He needs an accent when you're reading his part. We need to be, you know, people can't see you. They don't know when you're Blake. Oh. Yes. No, no, or when you're-, you're Jeffrey. So, like, I need to know, like, from which area of the country is Jeffrey from? What kind of accent will he have? Uh, let's see. If it says Boston, we're screwed. I know <laughs> we had effed, but yeah. So the interviewer was basically trying to say, like, um, okay, so that term is just. And he s- tried to clarify, and then he went down the rabbit hole. Uh, let's see. I got his LinkedIn profile. Yeah. Hey. It, so yeah, she gives him. He's. Let's see. He's in the great. He went to Dartmouth. Co- no wonder why I don't like this jabroni. No. He went to Dartmouth. No, he did not. Yes, he did. Get out of here with that. How old is he? Is he premium? Would I have gone to school? Oh, he's absolutely premium. Look at him. And by the looks of him, it looks like he's had a couple of donuts. Hey, Blake, (laughs) we eat donuts every day. I'm just saying. Okay. Marketing manager. Let's let's see who this guy is. The the Tuck School of Business. Keep going down. Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth. All right. What do you do? Oh, he's... Oh, look at that. He's, he's, He's like helped out at youth centers. Yeah, I don't Sweet. care. Okay, University of Pennsylvania. He went to, oh, Penn. Okay. U-Penn. Okay, went to U-Penn. And he, yeah, he's a smart guy. Oh. He's wicked smart. He's one of those smart guys. You know those like smart kids that like was like the... the. We don't know anything about this guy. No, no, no. He's like the kind of smart kid that's kind of like no. weird smart. No, you don't he know that. He went to U-Penn and Dartmouth. I was smart enough to go to Dartmouth, okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, he's probably like... What's the matter with me? No, absolutely nothing. I'm See, premium, the thing is, that's the thing right. Is, yeah, you're, pre- you're a little older. You're a little older. There's not, nothing wrong with his education. All, he actually has of, a fine education. No, he, he has something wrong with his education because it's a rival of my school. I was just trying to figure out... Yeah, I was just trying to figure out if he had an accent. Okay, so anyway, go back to it. Give him like... Um, can you do any accents? I got one accent. Okay. <laughs> I could do the A. Hey, the I'll do okay. the A. Hey, do you want that, me to be? Je- I'll be Jeffrey. I'll okay. be kind of like I'll be kind of like Fonzie. How's Blake, that sound? You be the female interviewer, and I'll be Jeffrey. Oh, we're gonna like gender bender. Here. Go for it. Okay. You know, Jeff, that term is it's it's just for a long time I was calling it female centric, <laughs> but listen, we're not trying to be lifetime. <laughs> We're not trying to put programming on that is at the exclusion of men. A lot of the couples who watch Outlanda, the woman finds it and she brings her spouse you know you've to watch it. You've you've just copied me. <laughs> you've made we, me into Jeffrey Hirsch. We do have a large male universe of viewers. <laughs> but if it doesn't serve that female audience, it's not for us. <laughs> We're not trying to be lifetime. Hey, we're not trying to be lifetime here, okay? Hey. We're, we're not trying to put programming on I'm that just... is at the exclusion of men. 
I'm just a guy here. We're talking, right? But if it doesn't serve the female audience, it's not for us. Oh, man. Okay, continue. So he says this, and you know what? I actually kind of understand where he's going. I'm not like I'm not mad about this. I like making fun of him for it because it just sounds dumb. But I kind of understand what he's saying. They found an audience that's not really served. And they have noticed a couple of things about this audience. The premium female the, audience. Who's a little older, right? Hey, a little older. <laughs> More likely to buy apps. I get it. Okay. You know, prime A, grade A, B. Hey, yes. Hello, Outlander cast listeners. Many of us are pr- premier females that you, he is looking to target. Perfect. Understand. You're grade A beef. That's what you are. And no. that's okay. It's okay. And that's okay. I'm the target demo. And so I understand all that. But like, it just... It, it, so it, what bothered you? <sighs> okay. And here's... It bothers me because of his logic that he later employs. And it really gets really bad... When he starts talking about this female audience and some of the programming that they've that they've had at Stars and how some things are canceled because it's not female centric uh, or premium female, like the show uh, Counterpart. Okay. Counterpart, the one with J.K. Simmons and everything. And, yeah, but they he, promoted there was two it of hardcore. Them. Yeah, it was a big deal for Stars. Yeah, and it got and Leslie Goldberg, God bless her, again a real professional here says, "Hey, Jeff." Counterpart had two seasons. Both of them got a hundred percent score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is like unheard of. It's, that is not a common thing. And in the second season, you canceled it. And he and he says, <laughs> and he says, you know the guy Justin Marks, who is the showrunner. He's a great writer. Hey, oh no, you got to you got to read. It, sorry. Okay, so you can you can sum up your question. She says basically you canceled Counterpart, and it's got this score on Rotten Tomatoes, and that decision seems questionable, Jeff. Was that decision based purely on the fact that it was a male-focused show? Listen, listen, okay? Justin Mox is a great writer. I love to find something else we can do together, but John Landgraf grabbed him when we canceled the show. It was very complicated, and there's nothing wrong with being complicated. But to a certain extent, part of my view in the world today is that for the most part, people's lives are tough. And when they come home at night, they just want to escape their lives. They don't want to be able to get, they want to be able to get into a piece of content very easily and escape. Counterpot was really hard for people to get into. It wasn't accessible. You know, people's lives are tough. It's hard. It's hard out there, right? Hey, I'm just a guy talking to a girl I know. Hey, you get that? That's okay. what that sounds like. And this is really dumb. This is really dumb. Well, once again, I mean, I frequently say I like to watch some just like happy-go-lucky stuff. Like Parks and Rec, sign me up totally all day, agree. every day. I need to laugh before I go to bed. Totally agree. 100%. Hey, listen, if you're saying, though, uh, you know, people's lives are tough and they want to escape that, some episodes of Outlander are not like, you know what I want to do? You know, went, I want to watch Wentworth. I want to watch that. Yeah. Wentworth is, is my jam. That's going to cheer me up. <laughs> or, or like, I, the, the guy is crazy. Of course, people, people want to watch good shows. They want to watch entertaining escape. shows. The entertainment is the escape, not just being whisked off to, to the good place. In, there's a, there is a place for shows like The Office and The Good Place and Parks and Rec. And we, we enjoy them, but they're good, just like Westworld. Westworld is good. It's heavy, but good. The Leftovers, uh, Game of Thrones. Are you telling me? That is not heavy, or The Wire, or The Sopranos. Those were all popular shows, which happened to be on HBO, by the way, um, that people loved because they were well-written. It's not just because they want to escape, or just because they, they want to have the, their unruly lives just you know, be forgotten. It's the entertainment that takes them away. So your concern is is that this guy who has a really tough time outlying his <laughs> premier audience, his premium female audience, by uh, being able to designate who they are a little bit t- more tactfully. Yes. Um, he's coming out here saying, oh, you know, for these females, we want to find things that make them happy because life is tough. Yeah, and it's not and a, it's accessible that way. That isn't hard to understand. And so that's why we got rid of counterpart. Cuz it wasn't accessible. And what I really want to say to him is, dude, 
Have you seen The Handmaid's Tale? Is that show not heavy? Are you telling me that show is not accessible? Oh, I'm sorry. It just happened to friggin' sweep the Emmys two years ago. It swept them. So maybe this guy doesn't really watch that much TV. Maybe I don't think he's he watches just any not TV. In touch with like what people are watching. And the thing is, is that Outlander isn't like butterflies and rainbows, and you can just, I mean, granted, there are several, several episodes where you can't just keep it on the background because it mm-hmm. is butterflies and rainbows <clears throat> or something else uh, that is just as enjoyable. But. On that note, like this is a show that you want to sit down with because the characters, the plot, the the beauty of it all. And yes, there's some areas that where you want to escape, but it's not just because you want to leave your rough day behind. It's because of the dynamic writing and characters. Right. And the relationships those characters have, which gets me to the next part. Okay. And this is the most egregious part. And it, most of you are going to think – it's because he makes a flippant remark about Sam Hewen and and I, I see why some people are upset about it. Actually, I get why a lot of people are upset about it. But it's not the most upsetting thing to me, and we'll get into why. And, and again, Leslie Goldberg, love you, God love you. She actually digs down a little further, and, and she questions him on this. And she says, well, Jeff, I get it. You know, your counterpart, you know, it's, it, maybe it's a male-centric show, but let me ask you. If counterpart had a woman at its center, would there have been another season of it? Hmm. It depends. There's a lot of shows out there that have wonderful female leads that skew male. You have to be very careful. Gotta, what we have seen with our Spanish Princess White Queen series is great women in history play really well for that audience. Well, lean into that quasi-genre. Outlander, you can say that it's great because women like it because she's a surgeon. Who goes back in time. But there's another side of that, which is there's some eye candy for that audience. And people like it when he, you know, Sam Hewen has his shirt off. You really have to be thoughtful about when you're looking at a piece of content, whether it's really going to be female or not. It's not easy. The nice thing for us is 65% of our show leadership are female. You don't need me to figure it out. We have professionals doing that. Yay. You don't need me to figure that out. So, okay, once again, she says, okay, so you just got rid of this show that was scoring 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. If it was about a female, would you have kept it? Oh, well, you know, maybe, he says, because, you know, people like females in history and cool things like that. And speaking of cool, you know what people think is cool? Claire is a surgeon who goes back in time. And then these women, these premium females, they like it when Sam Hewen takes his shirt off. Because, you know, we need to be really thoughtful about looking at pieces <laughs> of content. It's hot. It's not easy. It's, it's not easy. It's not easy. Hey, but I don't need to tell you that. We have professionals. We got professionals to do that. Yeah, you don't need me. Okay, wait. Um, what? <laughs> okay, so no, this Let's is when... Let's break this down. It, all I could think of, all I can think of is Michael Scott when he when he's talking. When it, like I Michael think, Scott from the show from, The Office. From, from The Office. Like, I think of Prison Mike. <laughs> I think of That's What She Said. I think of all the stupid things that Michael Scott has said to his to his office because he just he's just not smart and this this oh this reminds me most of the awkwardness in the 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 soul crushing awkwardness and shivers up my soul yep. of the scott's tots episode of the office you know the one where where Michael promises to pay for a bunch of third graders' college educations, and years later he has to finally do it, and he can't afford it, so he gets them all lithium batteries for their laptops. God bless. And they do the dance for him and everything. Oh, I, 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 I shiver just thinking about it. Yeah, it's that awkward. Yeah, it's that awkward. And your boy Jeffrey here. He, Not my boy. He's he's that awkward here, and it, of course we're talking about the whole shirt off comment about Sam Hewen, and you know, and there's another side of that. You know, it's 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 really the eye candy. It's the eye candy. Uh, you know, Sam Hewen taking his shirt off. Yeah, people love that. Um, that's really that's really dumb. It is. Uh, it's stupid. It is uh, condescending. It is reductive. Um, it is all of those things. And I and again, like I said, I, I get why people are very mad about it. But most importantly, 
well, at least for me as a man, I, I, I see what he's saying, but the, the approach is totally off. But as, a, as an Outlander fan and as a, a fan of good television, I think the thing that really angers me is the fact that he says Sam Hewen takes his shirt off, but then says, you know, you got to be really thoughtful. It, it ain't easy. Like you cannot, you cannot have those two sentences together. No, and like this guy literally gives the worst elevator pitch to Outlander. She's she's saying like, okay, so what 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 about female lead shows? Like what you know what why is this the magic sauce? And he basically says, oh, you know what's great about Outlander? She's a female surgeon, travels in time, and then Sam Hewen takes off his shirt. And we're really thoughtful about this. And like not only that, he what? but he's but he says it, it like at least the way that it comes off is that it's it minimizes the really great things about the show. <laughs> yes. That she that she first of all, she became a surgeon. She wasn't just a surgeon who went back in time. She was a nurse. So let's just get that straight. Elevator off. pitch okay. fail. It minimizes the fact that she is a woman of strength, of power, of sexual strength. Someone who who is confident in her abilities was a war veteran. Was married. Was married and went through time. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that, that happened, that happened. But uh, no, 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 the real point, it's, it's the eye candy. It's the Sam Ewan taking the his Jacobite shirt off. the Jacobite revolution. Yeah. Like, you just minimized the entire plot of the show in favor of Sam Ewan's pecs. Like, that's what happened. And then you turn around and you say, but we got to be really thoughtful. You can't say, hey, this is eye candy. This is what, this is the thing. It's the eye candy. Hey, it's the eye candy, right? I'm just a guy talking to a girl. You can't say eye candy and then say, but we're really thoughtful. You can't do it. You can't Not do in it. The be- next sentence. No, you can't do it. If like if he was in on the joke and he was and he was laughing and and, and they were just joking about it, I like, okay, I, I see it. But I don't see a joke here. I don't see. And listen, I'm not I'm not trying to sig- uh, virtue signal here. I'm not. I, I, this guy made a mistake. And I'm not saying I, I've said dumb things in my life. You've listened to me now for four years. I, I've said I've said stupid stuff on this podcast. But this guy, I'm sure, is a he's millionaire, just, and he he's is really the, important and in charge of big time things that we care about. Yeah, I'm in charge of Marion Blake Media, along with my wife, this little teeny tiny company in the basement of my house in, in in Providence, Rhode Island. That's what I do. This guy is the COO of a multi billion dollar company, and he says something this friggin' dumb. It's huh, you, you need a you needed a guy. You needed a guy or a girl just like when he's in the middle of talking to just say, no, you know what you needed? You need Michael. You needed Michael Scott. No, God, please. No, 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 (laughs) no. That's what you needed. Yes. You needed Michael Scott to just show up and say no. But you know what? Instead, instead, we got Jeffrey Hirsch essentially doing this. That's what she said. (laughs) That's that's what we got Mm -hmm. instead. And it's, oh, this is this is the guy that's in charge of Outlander. <laughs> like, this is the guy that's going to decide whether or not it gets renewed for season seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever. And he's talking about Outlander like this. The, the logic there, it should outrage you, the listener, because he is undermining your taste in television. Not just like the Sam Hugh when he takes his shirt off, but he's saying, but we got to be thoughtful about it, too. Like, he's saying eye candy. Eye candy is is the Real Housewives. Eye candy is The Bachelor. Uh, it's that kind of crap. Like, and there's a place for all those shows. And if you like them, that's great. Good for you. It's keeping up with Kardashians. That, that's, that's the eye candy. Outlander is not that. Outlander is an effervescent, well-written, for the most part, beautifully shot show. One that takes a lot of time, effort, costumes the history of it all it all play it all rolls into the beauty of outlander and this guy basically reduced outlander to keeping up with the kardashians that the the specifics of it is that kind of eye candy how does that like does that make you how does that make you feel mary as a woman because you've heard my opinion as a man 
Listen, I mean, I just, I look at this interview and it makes me feel like here's some guy who doesn't understand his premium female audience at all, who's in charge of this kind of programming. And God bless the females in his life who are of that premium age, because I just don't think he gets us. I don't think he gets us. I, he, he definitely fails at giving the elevator pitch to my favorite show on stars. Like, seriously, worst elevator pitch ever, man. And it concerns me greatly because this guy's important. Like, this was a, an interview in print, like, the Hollywood reporter, not just like going home to, you know, the Dartmouth um, newsette. You Dartmouth. Know? Like, get out of here with it wasn't Dartmouth. That. <laughs> it, like, it's okay. Dartmouth is fine. Leave them alone. But it's not like he's just doing it just like anything. And this woman did try to help him. She tried to give him, what was it, like, throw him a line. What yeah. was that show? Like, phone a friend. Yeah. Oh, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. It was like, who wants to be a millionaire? And she's like, are you sure you don't want to phone a friend on this? Final answer. Yeah. Final answer. Let's clarify that. And he was like, yeah, she's a surgeon who travels in time. And then they like to look at Sam Hewen with his shirt off. It's rare thoughtful. That's what, that's what the professionals told me to say. 65%. No, please, no. No. I'm going to say numbers. No. I'm going to say lots no. of numbers. <laughs> And thank the professionals, because that's what I was told to do. Like, hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, he probably came into Stars, and they're like, okay, guess what? We have this many shows on air. Right. We have this many shows that we want to bring on air. Catch up quick. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And, like, and that's what I worry, is that, like, this guy has never watched Outlander before, uh, was literally, like, being driven, and his assistant, who I just picture is Anne Hathaway from the Devil Wears Prada, yeah, you absolutely. know, giving him his Starbucks, because, you know, he don't do dunks. He don't um, do dunks. He does and, the donuts, but he don't do the dunks. And she's literally giving him, you know, you know in the movie The Devil Wears Prada, where Anne Hathaway oh, she gives, gives the book? The book. Yeah. The book. And she's oh, like, yeah. okay, don't forget, now this person, this. So she's going over, so she's like, so Outlander. Outlander's a really big deal, okay? It's based upon this amazing series, great relationships. You get to see this, this amazing, loving, very complicated couple travel through time and go through all these. And he's like, yeah, 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 give me, give me three facts. Um, surgeon, uh, time travel, that guy that's like really amazing um sam hewan you, you've seen sam hewan right oh yeah yeah oh i yeah, got that's this. the guy that takes the shirt yeah 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 yeah, I yeah, got yeah. This. yeah 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 the shirt okay got it and that's what happened and then he walked up the stairs and Anne hathaway stood there going oh shoot you know what she was doing what no god yeah. please no <laughs> yeah. no no yes jeff no <laughs> that's what she was doing yeah, she's like she's literally like giving him the cut signal like stop stop right there <laughs> so and like I feel he has these buzzwords that he uses throughout the whole thing. Like we're going to be global and domestic units and 65, he says 65% is female, like 15 million times. You, you know that he got these coached up words. You know that he got them. Mm-hmm. They were like, just go say these words. You, you, you'll do fine. Yep. And thank God for Leslie. She just lets him go. He just keeps talking. And she eventually asks him, well, hey, you know, you're going to reshape stars here, and, you know, you got some this premium female thing, you know, a little older, you know. Um, how you got some new shows coming up here, like like the John Wick show. How, tell me how that's, tell me how that's female. Cause, Is it Jennifer Wick? Yeah. <laughs> you're a premium female, right? Me? You're yeah. a premium female. Yeah. Have you ever seen the John Wick movies? Nope. Do you even care to see the John Is Wick movies? Is that the Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. thing that I think was The Matrix, and it's not? Yes, yeah, no thanks. Making, I would prefer The Matrix. They're making a show called The Continental based on the John Wick series. Is Keanu Reeves in it? No, not then at I'm all. definitely not interested. So he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You have to. You, oh, ahead. okay. So she says, hold up. You got this new show that you guys have created and paid for, and it's about a boy. I'm very confused. <laughs> and, you know, she asks the question, where, where does that even fit in? Does, does it even fit in to your premium female? We've been in early development with John Wick, and it's The Continental, which is actually about the characters and back in the day when the hotel in New York came into the being. There's a lot of phenomenal female characters that have been written into the series. Women love crime. But it depends on the content. It doesn't necessarily have to be a female lead, which is not what he said earlier. There's a lot of movies that have great females, female leads that are very male-centric movies. 
We just have to be careful on that. We have a great group with stars and everybody and everyone in that whole thing who they understand this mandate that we have. And we're working with our women leaders on the show. So once again, guys, he says, oh, yeah, it's a show all about guys. Um, There's female characters into the series because, um, you know, women love crime. Mind, mind you, he hey, just women said, love crime. Am I just, right? He just said, you know, they come back after a tough day and they want to escape because, yeah, that's what we want to escape to crime. That sounds great, um, but but of course, it depends on the content because it doesn't need a female lead, which is completely different than what he said before. And then he keeps going back to, you know, we have to be really careful, but there's like other people who do this and they're really great and they're working with women leaders. Um, these because you know, we, you know, we're not professionals. We we backed into it, so we're working with that with that oh, women leaders. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, he goes by Jeffrey too, oh, doesn't he? He, has, one of those. he went to Dartmouth. Of course, he goes by Jeffrey. You know, he wears the Nantucket Reds all day. I bet you he wears the Nantucket Reds with the with what's the the uh, the is it taffeta? No, not taffeta. I don't even know what you're saying, man. The the stupid white and blue shirts, the 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 white shirts with the blue pinstripes. You know, you wear them on Nantucket. Seersucker? Seersucker, thank you. Thank you. You know he wears a Seersucker friggin' shirts with the Nantucket red shorts and with the boat shoes. He constantly wears them. He wears them into work. He wears them into Starbucks. Blake, you are not being kind to this poor man that you don't even know. It's because he went to Dartmouth. He deserves it. Oh, my God. He read a book. Let me see. I'm, I'm Googling that. Nope, that is not the same Jeffrey Hirsch. <laughs> Not the same one. So he goes from saying, yeah, yeah, you, you got all these great female leads and da da da. He's like, but they don't got to be female because, you know, there's female shows that are very male centric too, you know. Like, he, it's like he just keeps talking. And I am too, I am just two degrees separation from him on LinkedIn. I'm going to ask to be his friend. Oh, God, please don't. Connect. You can customize no, God, it. No, nope. please, no, no. Just did it. No. Jeffrey. No. Coming for you on LinkedIn, man. <laughs> For you, oh. do you want to be my friend, Jeffrey? He'll be like, "Oh, cool! She does a podcast about Outlander," and That's then he great. listens to it. And, then, <laughs> and you know, you know, he's just sitting there going, "That's what she said." <laughs> you know, like that's. I feel like that's his favorite joke. Blake, you don't know this guy. Oh, God. So then he goes on. They, they go on to talk about power and the spinoffs and like how American Gods is a show that. Uh, is is on stars and they've had three different showrunners there's been completely it's been chaos behind the scenes and he's like oh you know the new guy's doing a spectacular job love him he's great why don't they get a female a premium female to do this job i know like what are we even doing and then and then and then like we we've gotten to the michael scott awkwardness but now we have some real dumb stuff happening which is talking about netflix and he actually, he himself, and this is why you know his favorite joke is... That's what she said. <laughs> because he brings up The Office in it. And he's like, oh, Office is really popular. Um, and it's the most popular show on Netflix currently. Like, Love it. And how, how many times just, do you just put on The Office in the background and just watch it? He's like, well, you know. Uh, oh, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, you have to you have to read this. The question is, when Netflix is offering their insane volume of content for the yeah. same price that Stars is, yeah. uh, what's your pitch to keep uh, and bring in new subscribers, Jeff? What, what what's your pitch? What do you what do you think? The Office is the number one show on Netflix. The other show on Netflix that's really performing well is Outlander. <laughs> And the thing about being in a creative industry is it's not just you. You can, you can't just go out and buy all the creativity and keep it from other people. There's always a fresh voice. Part of the reason why we're leaning into this underserved audience and female focus is because others aren't. No, others aren't. Others aren't. <laughs> At the end of the day. We want to be a complement to those other services with a very unique programming strategy. And we've been really successful to date, and I think <laughs> we will continue to be. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Jeffrey, buddy, bro, stop talking. <laughs> Just stop talking. And then, and that's not bad what he just said, but what he follows it up with. Again, once again, goes into Michael Scott territory because Leslie says, hey, but you know, I, Jeffrey, yeah. did, I hope you know, right, Jeffrey, right? 
that the the office is actually leaving Netflix. They, they're taking Uh-oh. it off. Uh oh, it's going on to the NBC Universal app Watch that's coming out. out. Hold your butts. I mean, how much longer, Jeff? Are you going to allow shows like Outlander to be on Netflix before it moves to the Star Service? Like, how long are you going to yeah. let this happen, Jeff? Yeah. What what's your what what are we doing? Is it going to be on? Uh, continue to be on like, since it's performing so well, Jeff. Okay. How long is it going to be on Netflix for? Well, we have 4 million OTT. I don't know what that means. We're professionals for time that. Time out. It means over the top. Okay. Meaning they're, they're your own app. Okay. We have 4 million of those premium females that buy apps. We got 4 million <laughs> of them. Okay. They're subscribers. <laughs> and they will continue to, and we will continue to lean into that. Time I, out. Time I out. say this because Anne Hathaway told me use the word lean into. <laughs> okay, she told me it five times in the car. Thank you, Anne Hathaway. Did I tell you that 65% of our audience is female, by the way? We okay. got to lean into that. Got this. I got this. We are <laughs> hey, buying. Hey, I got this. <laughs> We're buying. Hey, hey, this one of me. Sorry. We are buying a bunch of library stuff from Lionsgate to put it on the service, and we'll continue to do that. The Outlander deal was a Sony deal that was done before I got to start. Ain't my fault. I would not have allowed that to happen. It's the yin and the yang from a business perspective of taking the short-term money and building a great long-term enterprise value. And if I put my straight business hat on from a shareholder perspective, building great enterprise value is the most important thing. We made a... Di- Wait, yeah, why are you giving me... Like, I don't even know what this means. Yeah, the, the rest of it's just a... Basically, I'm so confused, sir, because you just said, like, let's go for that premium female audience who likes female characters who do great things and now you're saying oh i would not have allowed this to happen no, if i was not, on board no why would we do that why in the world well we've got a library of stuff coming from Lionsgate. let's get some more twilight <laughs> where's edward cullen where's my hunger games katniss Goodness, now, why is he saying that he wouldn't have? Because it was a Sony deal. Not that not that Outlander wasn't the content no, that he wanted, so, but because it was with Sony. Right. So Sony made the deal with Netflix uh, to to go ahead and yeah. and promote it. And you, you know the reason why Sony did it? Because it works. Yes. How many of you listening? Like seriously, shoot us a message once again. We love to interact with you guys. How many of you listening have had at least one new friend who knows that you love Outlander come up to you and say, hey, I finally got a chance to check out Outlander on Netflix? Do you know how many emails and voicemails and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram messages we've received saying, oh my God, I just checked out Outlander on Netflix and I'm listening to you guys. I friggin' love the podcast. I'm I'm talking, in, in, in terms of the numbers that are listening to this show right now, we've had a dramatic rise. I'm talking thousands yeah. Of new listeners. No. Thousands. So, like, check this out. There's only seasons one and two on Netflix. Somebody likes it, they might go to stars. Exactly. And you want to know why Sony knows this works? They know it works because, hey, Mary, actually, yeah. you, you, you you actually benefited from this. Me? Yeah. Me? We, we both did. Oh. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Breaking Bad was put on Netflix. Yep. In a in a in a revolutionary deal, by the end of season two, a Breaking Bad, it was put on Netflix. It was a show that was floundering. It only it had less than a million viewers. They put it on Netflix, and all of a sudden, it became a, a smash hit. A smash hit. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people saw Breaking Bad. And they kept watching. And by the end, by Felina, which was the final episode of Breaking Bad, that episode brought in nearly 16 million viewers. 16 million viewers. And guess who owned Breaking Bad? Sony. Okay. Sony owned Breaking Bad. So they... they Netflix literally saved Breaking Bad. Can you imagine a world without Breaking Bad? Can like can you imagine the television? I, mean, I can. Yeah, but, but can yeah. you imagine the television landscape without Breaking Bad? And this is what Sony know. They know that this works, and it it would work for Outlander because this is a show that is floundering also in its viewers. Let's be honest, the ratings went down thirty four percent in season four from season three. 
He grew up in Providence, Rhode Island. No, we didn't. Hold on. No, Hold on. we did. No, we did not. Hirsch joined Time Warner Cable in New York in 1999. Ba 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 ba. Having grown up in Providence, Rhode Island. Oh my God. He was happy to return to the Northeast. Stop it, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. No, God, please, no. Oh my no. God. Stop. No. Stop. No. Oh my. God. God, this guy is from Providence. Get the friggin' frack out. Get out. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, but he's, I bet you he's one of them Providence kids that grew up like in the Yankees. Guaranteed. I think he went to PCD. No, he didn't. I think he did. Stop that's, it. That's how I'm so closely connected to him. I think he went to the school that I taught at. Mary taught at Providence Country Day School, which is the the the, the acronym for. Oh, it's I PCD. bet his dad even went there. Look at this. Man, oh, let's find. I don't know. God. Let's let's. We're gonna find. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. Oh my goodness! I can't believe this guy's from Providence. Stop it. Hold on. We're, we're gonna clarify. Okay. Well, anyway, they know, and this guy, Outlander, is a show that has been floundering. It's went 34 percent down in its ratings from season three, and hasn't won many awards. It it's on a network that's like the 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 stepchild of all the other premium cable networks. And he's like, yeah, no, I wouldn't have done it. But now we're getting tens of thousands of new, maybe hundreds of thousands of new viewers. We are getting thousands of new listeners. How is this a bad deal? Why would you not have done this? It's, it boggles my mind. Like how does, what, how do you say no to that? Like that's insulting too. That that is to- would you not agree with me that that is not insulting? I know. I think I just found his voter ID number. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I think I just found you. Oh uh, man. You know, it's whether Jeffrey lives in Providence or not. Lived, no, this lived, is, this is this is a lived. different Jeffrey D Hirsch. This is this Jeffrey A Hirsch is a different one. So oh, don't thank worry. god. Maybe yeah, we're okay. Oh, thank I think, god. I think we're okay. Oh, oh, this is not the same that Jeffrey, Jeffrey Hirsch. That ain't Jeffrey A. Hirsch. Okay. That's a Jeffrey D. Hirsch. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank... Okay. All right. Clarify. He ain't one of us. Oh, no. He ain't one of us. No. I don't know, man. Did he live in Beverly Hills? Does he live in New York? Did he used to live in New York? Uh, yeah. Jeffrey A. Hirsch. Yeah. 47 years old. Think he lived in Providence. Oh, maybe he's one of us. Okay. No, God, please, no, 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 yeah, it says Beverly Hills, California, New York, New York, Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, God. I am so excited. Oh. Okay, sorry, continue. This has gone on a long diatribe that I did not expect it to be. Well, at at any rate, we're we're, we're coming to the end here. We're we're at 52 minutes, so. People are done. um, I just, this guy is the person this is this is their boy this is the this is their guy that they installed after someone who essentially revolutionized television chris albrecht for all the for all the stuff that's been said about him and you know his his past troubles you cannot tell me the guy didn't revolutionize tv with hbo because he was once the ceo of hbo and if you want to hear all about uh, Chris Albrecht and when they fired him and everything. Actually, we, we Mary and I talked about it um, a few episodes ago. It's just you can look at it uh, and you get the whole history. And, and then when they hired Jeffrey Hirsch and the whole thing, um, this is their guy. I mean, Chris Albrecht helped bring on The Sopranos, The Wire, uh, Game of Thrones. All of these shows are thanks to Chris Albrecht. He changed premium cable television. And then they bring in this jabroni. This jabroni from Providence, no, Rhode Island. No, we don't know. We don't well, know. He might be, okay? We're, if On a scale of no to yes, I'm, I'm probably on the scale, to, on, the, on the, the right side of the scale saying yes. I'm like halfway there. Jeffrey Hirsch. Oh, my God. Well, and, whoever this Jeffrey Hirsch is who lives in Providence, he's a Democrat. Okay, I'm well, finding everything about him. So uh, I don't uh, think it's him. This is their boy. This is their boy. And he is the one that's in charge of Olanda. He's making the decisions. He's got his finger on the big red button. Does that make you feel comfortable? After, like after no. hearing all of this? No, not at all. Why? Did, why are you uncomfortable with it? 
because he does not know his premium female audience that he's picking all this programming for. I'm I don't sorry. think he knows good programming. I just sorry, don't. Sorry, man. If you want to tell me that The Continental is a better show than Outlander or something that's going to serve the female audience because it's John Wick and, you know, because, you know, Mary, women love crime. They love crime. Love it. Love, love. Love it. I, 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 know, I know you. You go home and you're like, hey, let's go rob a bank. Because I know you love crime. I don't. Know it. I'm not big on But you? Stop. I have to hold you back sometimes. Stop. Oh, man. She comes home late at night. She's like, let's go Let's go get some Oxy over at CVS. What do you think? You want to break in? I don't ever do those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, I, don't say you don't. Cause I, you know what I do love to do? I just want to be truthful on the online. podcast. I love to find people online. <laughs> See, you're, I think you're the one who did, who did the, uh, the hacking of Capital One. Just recently, Guys, and stole all the me, social okay? security numbers because you you love crime. Don't even mess with me. Oh my god, unbelievable! Hey, we're professionals over here. I'm not a professional. You don't need me to figure that out. Okay, we. I'm not. I'm not even smart enough for that. What a tool bag! Stop. Seriously, you just you you shouldn't call people names. You can just say that it was foolish for what he said, and we are very scared for the future. Of Outlander, oh, I like. This, I am scared for the future of Outlander. To be honest, I like. I know we've been sitting here making fun of the guy and whatever, but I, I'm honestly scared for the future of Outlander. And yes, maybe they are leaning into the premium female audience, but we're getting to a point where they are approving all of these shows that are owned by Lionsgate. At what point do they say, you know, we're not spending any more money? We got it. We, we're spending enough. I don't want to be partners with Sony anymore. They're they're off doing deals that I wouldn't do. They're they're, they're putting uh, our premium product that should be on our app and only, and they're putting it on Netflix. I don't want to deal with that no more. I I don't want to be told by somebody else about what to do about my programming. He's already talking about how much money they're getting, and they want to be fourth or fifth, and we got all these things going on, and he's happy with their budget. You know they ain't happy with it. It, It's it it just. It, it it scares me. That's all I'm gonna say. And I just don't know how much longer when when this guy's in charge, how much longer Outlander has for the world. That's 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 it. That's all I'm gonna say. So, okay. um, you got anything else that you want to say about this? Anything else you want to go over? Any, any questions, comments, concerns? Because you know, it's, I'm, I'm a guy just talking to a girl. Well, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm like one he is. No, no, nothing. I'm I'm feeling like maybe he didn't grow up in Providence. I really friggin' hope not. He sucks. There's a different this this is a different Jeffrey Hirsch. Thank God. Okay. The, 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 no, this this poor Jeffrey Hirsch. Look at him. He's he's got a couple of donuts too. Hey, stop. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey Hirsch. I'm. You know what he needs to do? He just needs to stop talking. He needs to like get someone in there to just be like Jeff. Anne Hathaway. He needs an Anne, he needs an Anne Hathaway to be like Jeff. Yeah. What what are we doing? Yeah. Don't don't do that. All right. Uh you ready to uh close this out? Yes. In in honor of uh in honor of in, uh, a Jeffrey Hirsch. Um yeah, we'll do this. That's what she said. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. So in honor of all of you premier females listening to this episode who love crime. <laughs> you, who are more able and likely to buy apps of Go $10. Go and buy yourself an app. Go out, rob CVS, get some co- Oxy. Get out a picture of tapless Sam Hewen and call it a night. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Go blow some lines. Not bleak. That was not in it. <laughs> That was not in it. Well, I hope you enjoyed this impromptu episode of Outlander Cast. If you have, let us know. If you didn't, let us know. If if you find out that Jeffrey Hirsch lived in Providence, Rhode Island, definitely let us know, okay? <laughs> Jeffrey A. Hirsch. Jeffrey A. Hirsch. Not D. Hirsch. He lived in Beverly Hills. Maybe. Uh, Probably. Uh, more than likely. No joke. I think this is the connection. You went to Dartmouth. Yeah, if you stayed in East Coast. Dartmouth. Dartmouth sucks. No, but think about it. If you grew up in Rhode Island, what's the closest aside from Brown? Yeah, Brown. Uh, no, but he's not a Brown. You know, he ain't, he ain't smart enough to get in Brown. He's, no. he's only good enough for Dartmouth. No, Blake. <laughs> she just gave me a death stare. I wasn't smart enough to get into Brown. 
Okay. Because you're not weird smart. I He's am weird, weird smart. No, no, you're not weird smart. Weird smart kids like like don't talk to people because they're like. You don't even know, Jeffrey. You are just being cruel. Okay? He went to U Penn and then Dartmouth. He's weird smart. You know it. No, you there know are he's weird listeners smart. who went to U Penn. There are listeners who went to Dartmouth. Take it back. I bet you they didn't go to both. Well, if they did, good for you. You're wicked smart. <laughs> anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. The moral of the story is... Don't be weird smart. Send your prayers. And don't don't blow lines. You <laughs> outlander. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Jeffrey, listen to Anne Hathaway next time, honey. Okay? There's professionals for that. Oh, all right. I'm Mary. My name's Blake. And you've been listening to Outlander Cast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.